Welcome to Civil Tension, conversations with contentious intent. We are civil, not polite. We are civil, not politically correct. Civil Tension is a weekly podcast intended to demonstrate that people can engage in difficult, contentious topics of conversation while remaining civil and strengthening the ties that bind, even when we profoundly disagree. Civil Tension can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn, Listen Notes, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Civil Tension, Facebook by joining the Civil Tension podcast group, as well as on our developing Instagram account, Civil Tension, and YouTube channel. To join our mailing list, send a note to civiltension at gmail.com. Ridiculous. Every yeah. single time. But you know, who are these idiots? And you put California. her in the same room Figure with Elizabeth yeah. Warren and you, you got a clusterfuck. Yeah. I mean, it's a but you have some entertainment. There is some entertainment. Might as well throw Hillary in there just to make it even more ridiculous. Well, it's, a good, it's a good argument for a Claymore. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> they come in 30 still degrees. Not recording. I hope <laughs> in 70 degrees. I, still I hope, hope we're 70. We want to make sure we get it all. <laughs> we want everybody. Uh, we don't. We don't nice. want mere injuries. No. Our second amendment. Our second amendment has been reduced to claymores now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna just drop all the way down to melee defense. <laughs> we cannot. Are we? We, uh, we already on recording. Um. Yeah. yeah I, I clicked Uh-oh. record one minute Good. and 16 seconds ago. Okay. But, wow, so we haven't said a lot. Now we can actually. We may not be able to. He may not be able to put that on the. This is actually quite topical because of everything that's been going on. So we can continue simply to continue the discussion on the Second Amendment. Which, when the podcast gets loaded up, I'll have to figure out a different kind of title for it, so that it doesn't get immediately quashed and buried. Mm -hmm. Freeform conversation. Freeform conversation. About protecting our children. Yeah, protecting the word protect is protect. That one's not going to work either. Protect won't work. Um, We Um, could just say for the children. For the children. Um, It's for the for the the dogs, for the puppies, for the kittens, for the whales, for the dolphins, for the 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 earth. For the termites. For the termites. Do not mention God. For the NFL players. Yeah. You know. Well, I. You know what? It's. It, it's funny. I, I'm learning to to use words with hashtags, especially on Twitter, yeah, that um, get picked up. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're all pacifist, words, right? aren't yeah, they? Yeah. They're very, they're very pacifist words. Yep. yep. Um, it's, but still, the one that entertains me the most is when I do hashtag Marxism or hashtag Marxist, because the people that pick that up don't understand the definition of the word. No. So are you they, telling me I use yeah. one? Don't, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you is not one. No, you ain't. You ain't you aren't. Uh, but that's a double negative, isn't it? Even though ain't ain't a word. Is you ain't or is you, is you ain't, ain't you is, is you ain't you ain't you aren't. 
but I don't that's know what pretty any good. of them is. Wow, I can put that if to music. If you have to think yeah, about we it. We could do so. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and it, it, but, for me, again, the hot button for me on this recently is the whole, the, the ignorance to the first to the first amendment. We could talk about the first amendment. You it know, just drives me crazy. We've been that, talking why, about why don't we go ahead like and, and do that? We can, because sh- I know I shot out this thing, because Bill, you brought this up, and then somebody else said something to me over the course of the last week, and I got to thinking about titles and titles and labels and and how people seem to absolutely love those mm-hmm. or how they are used to keep people in a certain place right. as well. I, I think we could have some fun with that topic. Or oh, yes, in life. Sure. And it was um, funny because Peter told me that the other day. He's like, I want to talk about titles. I'm like, if you got a car, you have a title. And Peter looked at me like I had a third eye. He's like, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> but, but, and I'm like, and you know what? Um, there are title companies. Right. Title companies. So, I'll just give you the you title know. of it if you don't understand the First Amendment. That's yeah. it. There's, a, there you there's go. my title piece. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's well-deserved. But... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think maybe we can play with all of this a little bit. Yeah, we'll figure out yeah. where this goes. Well, if we don't, uh, if we don't like later. what we're doing, we'll change it. Yeah, we'll name if we it don't later, like what yeah. we're doing, we'll, name, we'll worry about naming it later. Uh, so, everyone, welcome to number 20, episode 20 wow. of Civil wow. Tension. 20 weeks in a row. How freaking cool is this? And uh, my name is Peter Gaunt, the uh, host and creator of Civil Tension. And... <laughs> And that, yeah, Dan wants his coffee over here. But uh, I do have uh, two co-hosts with me here today. If you guys could please introduce yourself. John Guancy. And Tom Sellers. And I apologize I couldn't make it last week. That capitalistic beast had to be fed. I could not walk away from it. We'll forgive you just this once. <laughs> you know what? And actually, uh, uh, everyone was a co-host last week. We promoted, nice. promoted the entire table. <laughs> Thank you very, very nice. much. So, you know, Dan and Bill and Ken actually sat in. And, very nice. Thank you. Uh, so it was actually, and we had a lot I of fun with that. I remember you being here last week. And I was having a bad day. Obviously, no. they've been relegated back to participants. <laughs> no, no. So, well, I tell you what. Is this a title thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It's a title thing. Oh, I actually so got a word in How important is that? You know, hey, you guys. Uh, well, I tell you what. Why don't we start to my right this time and introduce yourself. Dan Swiak. Don Stevenson. Ken Nicholson. Bill Hasse. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate it. We're having a lot of fun, as everyone can tell. I don't think I'm going to edit the first five minutes of, of recording that we did this time. This is That's uh, kind too of bold. much fun. You know, kind usually usually I'll, I'll trim some of that Pardon down. Uh, but don't, uh, don't get us in trouble with the state, Pete. Um, yeah. You know what? If there's anything that concerns me, I'll let you guys know. But I don't think there was anything said that hasn't been said by people a hell of a lot more popular than us. <laughs> and a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. So, uh, you know, why don't we, you know, titles, labels, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, a lot of this ties in together because people seem so desperate using titles and labels to keep certain groups in a social class, a social status, and I know titles can be used all across the board, whether you know in corporate life, business life, uh, societal life, in our cast there, and then also you know, labeling people. And Jerry, who sometimes with us, actually sent me some thoughts that she had, which I'll read a little bit later. But you know, with regard to the First Amendment, how does that? How do you feel that ties in? 
dead silence. The titles? Wow. That, that's not, I'm going to have to edit that. Titles, I, yeah, got to think. Edit out the uh, silence, huh? Edit out the silence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> silence does not make for great podcasting. No, no yeah, that's no. true. It's compelling. Compelling so radio. Right? Your question is how does the First Amendment and titles, titles tie together? Yeah, does, does, misunderstanding I don't the know that they do. I yeah. don't either. That's kind of where I'm <laughs> Well, that's my question. Do they or don't they? I would um, hope not. Well, no. I, where I would the only way I, well, the only thing that pops into my head is you talk you mentioned earlier, Pete, that sometimes we pigeonhole people based on their title. Well, your your important your opinion on this may not be relevant because you're don't have this status or you're not in this group, and uh, you know they they do that to the athletes. You know the whole which you know you know shut up and dribble. Um, yeah. But again, they're not saying they can't talk when they say that. They're just saying when you're doing your job, we'd rather you just do your job. And then, you know, if you want to start an activist group, start it on the outside. Right. Um, and I think that's what's gotten so confusing is people act like if, you know, I mean, most, I always like to say to these people on this anthem thing, if you went to your job and started protesting America on your job and it was hurting the business you work for, you wouldn't work there anymore. Right. Go now, play, would the company go play Canadian wrong? football. Would right. that be, would that be against your First Amendment rights? No, it's, you can't do that. I right. mean, if you go to a company and you destroy their business, they're probably not going to keep you around very long. Right. And they don't have to make a whole lot of excuses no, for firing you, no. right? Hey, he's bad for my business. Bye. Right. But well, if a company says you can't say that, it has zero to do with the First Amendment. Right. right. But when you're talking about a, when you're talking about an entity such as the NFL, <coughs> in my, <coughs> excuse me, in my opinion, they are far too big. Um, not to say that we should make them any smaller, but I think so much is lost on the, like the example you just gave, you know, if I work for a small company and I make a, a jerk of myself mm -hmm. and my employer, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the ax is coming quickly. Yep. Whereas the NFL with its billions in, in mm -hmm. revenues, right. you know, if I make a jerk of myself on the sideline, yeah, uh, you know, there may be ramifications, but probably not. Well, so now you have the argument, well, he's exercising his First <laughs> Amendment rights, which I, which I vehemently disagree with. No, you're not. You are still an employee. Mm -hmm. That's well, what on you the job. Job. That is your on job. job. However, yeah. in NFL work. contracts and many athletes in, in, in all sports sign a contract that, you know, part of it is is you can't say or do anything that would be detrimental to the team or your right. other teammates. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't get that in a contract for a corporate guy. That's nope. true. You know, or, or, or an just, employee. It's just don't it's known. Now. It's, it's just known. It's the knowing the right and wrong. Yeah, exactly. Don't badmouth. And who, you know, how many people love to badmouth their jobs? Right. Oh, yeah. right. Or people time. in their jobs. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, we have old TV shows on that kind of stuff. Well, and again, it's like, you know, this whole argument of some of the players. Well, if they act like it is a First Amendment issue, which, of course, it's not, it is a business issue for the NFL. And that's what I just find astounding is some of these players are acting like, well, and now it's like, oh, the NFL owners, all they care about is money, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Duh. If you want to yeah, be, no be an activist in your job, and let's say it impacts the revenue of the NFL by 40%, would you be willing, players, to knock 40% off of your salary so you can be activists at your job? Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. When exactly. does it cost me money? Exactly. Because yeah, they're only after for money, too, right? right. Show yeah. me the money. Well, that's why they're, that's why it's really, really Poor business 
to be doing what they're doing. Well, if you aggravate half of your clients, anyway. your customer base or more, it's probably not a good business. Well, here, is it, but is it? Is it? Uh, are they working for the NFL or are they working for the ex a, a team in the NFL? Well, what, well, that's technically the, a team. The, in the, NFL, the, the mandate that came down was a, was an agreement amongst the owners Correct. to enforce this as owners rules. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. And what's going to happen <clears throat> is that the players are going to go ahead and they're going to unify. They're going to take a knee and then they're going to have another showdown. This yeah. isn't over. No, I don't no, think so. Not even close. No. It just escalated. But if you look back over over history, in fact, recent history, a, a catcher that used to play on one side of town who just got suspended on the other side of town, yep. as soon as he made disparaging remarks about the team he played for, he was out the door. Gone. Yeah. Was and that a major a, league baseball issue or was that a team a issue? Team and in issue. either event, it was a team was decision. an employee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would of say, 18. But, I would but, say he's an employee yeah. to both. Yes. But you have a very different culture in baseball as compared to football and oh, it's basketball. Oh, football true, and basketball, true. too. Right. So they're very different cultures. Yeah. It just says you don't see this kind of junk going on in NASCAR now, do you? No. Right? <laughs> well, 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 when was the last time you saw, and I, and I am not a fan of NASCAR by any means, never watch I'm, it, but when was the last time you saw one of those guys kneel for the... It, yeah, it doesn't happen. No. Oh, you would get beat up by everybody else. You get <laughs> shot. <laughs> and you're like you're seriously going to say you're not a fan of NASCAR. <laughs> Sorry. I missed Mr. Car Salesman himself. Yeah. I'm not a Sorry. fan of NASCAR. I've seen a meal before they get into the car. You're right. <laughs> the, um, the, 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 They're turning left. They're turning kind of, left. In, in my eyes, if it, he turns no left ball, it's not a sport. He's in the left turn. <laughs> Up next. They're turning left. <laughs> The old Joe, yep. John Madden bit, right? They yep. took a left yep. turn, and then they did a left, left turn. turn. <laughs> yep, yep. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, and how does that translate to the corporate side, right? So, you know, titles and mm -hmm. egos and... and uh, People love, you know, love these titles. You work hard to get those titles, and companies hand out titles instead of bonuses or instead of yeah, pay raises yes. and things of that nature, you know. And then all of a sudden, you get to the point where you retire, and guess what? You don't have a title anymore. You're, you're nobody. Retired. You're nobody. Retired. And that you were that, a big shot a year ago, and now you're a year into retirement, and you're nobody. That is something that I I see myself a lot in in my yeah. professional line because I people come out of work. And they're looking for a new opportunity, looking for a new job. And new the identity. last title, they, they wrap their identity into that title. Yep. And and even on even on my business cards um, that I use, I, there's no title. And in fact, on my current business cards, my name, my 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 name actually isn't on it. My name is in the company name, but my name is not on it. It's but my, I'm, I'm my so proprietor. My title so, is regulated by the government. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yours is regulated by the government. Everything you guys do is That's a weird title, regulated by the government. My name is Bill, regulated, regulated by, by the, the government. Regulating. And you have to ask yourself at some level, I know I did years ago, what does that title really mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, I'm, and I can go back Status. to being a younger guy, you know, the first time, first time I became a salesman, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm a salesman. I've made it. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you get that little I'm corner office next manager. to the toilet. When it's all said and done, what does it mean? Does it mean I'm smarter? Does it mean I'm better? Does it mean I have a better relationship with God? It means none of those things. No, not in the corporate world because the smart people stay in the sales side where they're actually bringing the money. And they bring the people who can't sell up I would rather to manage them. Under the radar and 
You can keep your title. Just pay me. Mm -hmm. I work. For, I work for a man who, uh, for many years, uh, I think he worked for Armstrong for 25 years, and in that period of time, he he moved from oh, from sales on up, 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 up until he was a vice president in charge of a subsidiary on the West Coast. And then uh, when he was of a certain age, I think he was in his 50s, he bought a <coughs> food business here in Chicago, uh, or not Chicago, but Chicago area. It was, it was a brokerage business. And he didn't have anybody that had the kind of experience that I had in food service, but he needed somebody in food service because he didn't even understand it. So he hired me to come in and I came in and, and didn't necessarily teach him the business, but uh, he taught me one side of business and I taught him another side of the business in terms of sizes and cans and customers and this kind of thing. And the the thing that, but the one thing he did teach me was, titles don't mean a thing. He said, you know, I don't want to be, he says, my next move for, from Armstrong was to be kicked up into the ivory tower. He says, I don't want to do that. He says, I want to be a belly-to-belly -belly salesman because that's where the money is. So wait a minute, you say titles don't really mean anything. However, whenever we have an issue with with something and, and we want to call into a company to discuss our issue with we them. We escalate. We escalate. I, I want to talk to your manager. Titles do mean something to mm -hmm. people and it's important. That's to, why to outside people. That's why they even regulate what title I can use. Mm -hmm. well, how many times they do you, mean something. How many times have you escalated to the quote unquote manager who knew less than the person you were talking to before that? It's almost inevitable. Isn't how, it? Many, how many times have you escalated to the person you've talked to and say I want to talk to the manager and say I am the manager? Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's, there comes with that some expectation. When you, when you slap a title after your name or after a name, there is, a, in the corporate world, business world, there are expectations of responsibilities, abilities to make decisions. Right. That's the key. And also abilities to make spending decisions. Mm -hmm. Authority. Now, also authority. abilities to blame other people and a, and, for and, your poor decisions. You know, and yeah, oh, well, geez, you know. Don't blame me. I'm just the manager. Well, you know what? Then you're getting all the blame. But right. when you put when you put things after your name that denote certain levels of responsibility, certain levels of decision making ability, knowledge, experience, etc. Et right. Um, people will they'll immediately go. Well, then if this is what I want per your title, you should be able to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Tell me now. Now, when I was the president of an incorporation, I never put, I, I did it once. I put president after my name on a batch of about 500 cards. As soon as that batch was gone and done and used up, I never put that on there again. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I, I'm, I'm gonna come to the defense of sales managers because I've done that a lot in my life because there are good ones and there are bad ones like anything else. I managed a lot of salespeople in my lifetime where I my knowledge of what they sold on a day-to-day -day basis from a technical standpoint was a one compared to their 10. But I knew that and I would acknowledge that. So if you were escalating to me, it had nothing to do with why does this product not do this or that. It was more about I could help make a decision of whether we were going to do this for the customer financially or that for the customer. But you're a moron if you, when it gets escalated to you, you act like you know more than the person. First of all, you don't. Second of all, 
that you're just cutting the legs off the people that work for you, which right. is where Absolutely. managers make right. huge, huge mistakes. Right. I would That's never close. blame that salesperson, even <clears throat> if they did something completely wrong. I ain't saying that to the customer. So now, afterwards, I might about, sit down and go, hey. You're getting into leadership. Role, yeah, yeah. So right, yeah. so leadership role is driven by basically one or two things. It's either driven by ego, I'm the boss, mm -hmm. do as I say, not as I do mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Or to be a true leader is somebody who says, okay, the people I'm leading, I need to learn what is what is their gift, what is their talent, mm -hmm. right. what is their passion, and yeah. how can I help them use that to do this job? Yeah. To the best of their ability. That's a leadership. Stay yeah. out of their way. Well, but that's a cliche. That we run, into, over, yeah. we run into too much of it being ego. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's know. what I mean by that. I'm a big believer that the, num the percentage of managers that are good at it is very small. Because of that, I mean, it is it is a term that gets thrown out all the time. Servant leader, you're not a leader if you're not a servant. Right. Period. Yeah, you, you're They're, the ultimate servant. It's redundant. Servant yeah. leader should be you know should be always deemed redundant because if you are a leader, you're there to serve the people that work for you. I mean, any sales manager worth their salt understands the only way I'm successful as the manager is if all the people on my team who actually make the sales are successful. And, and a lot of people do not get that. I they know, don't understand which doesn't it. doesn't make sense to me. And I'm, no, go ahead, John. No, I was just going to say that I've got my MBA, and this is so incredibly boring, I can't begin to stand it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, really. I mean, because it's can, 101 stuff. No, I mean, it, it, I mean, it is. But the point, let's, let's bring it back to something that the general public would consume and really define. That how many times it is that we, uh, someone has a title, right? right? And they're talking about a topic they have absolutely no business talking about. Now, we, we, the way we kicked this thing off was this whole issue, well, what, what relevance is title to a person's ability to comment about a given topic or subject or what have you? If you are, for example, the, uh, I forget, I, I remember hearing some commentary uh, from the former punter of some NFL team, and he was talking about how the, mil how the police force in America is becoming increasingly militarized. Mm -hmm. Well, this is fascinating, but when I want an SME, stands for subject matter expert, when yeah. I want to hear an SME on that particular subject. You're not looking I'm, for a punter? I'm not looking for a former punter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why his punter's getting no respect. Well, okay. well, that's, well, I'll tell you, based on what this guy said, that was one more reason why right. they don't get any yeah, respect. Right. Well, that's why he drops but, 10 in punt. He didn't but help punters. <laughs> no, but the, but, the, but the thing is that there Look are... Look at that. There is Ken a, left his phone on my oh, so Rookie mistake. Rookie, rookie. There is a... There is a quacker hack. It's <laughs> and he's a twice episode trained he should, he should be in play for yeah, this. Yeah. And here he's got the quacker. You're going to earn a title already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I apologize all over the floor. Quacks like a duck. <laughs> I just laughed so much I spilled coffee all over my damn lips. It's falling apart. It, yeah, apart. this is going quickly falling apart. So, yeah. So, I think the, the issue really is, is that unless that guy has gone back to school or has mm -hmm. obtained some type of credential to speak intelligently about the topic, be quiet. Well, even until, that, or until you say something that is so really genuinely insightful, yeah. then okay, I'll listen to the inside of your point, but this is why I bring this up. As a society, we are losing our ability to say, I know this is what you're talking about, but you have no credential to talk about this. I'm not going to listen to you. Please shut up. <laughs> Boom. Okay, okay well, that's let, it. Let me I'm done talking. Okay, I would like okay, to listen. Pause. So I would like to listen to 
um, you know, opinion. someone who is informed, who has background. For example, I want to listen to someone who is an expert on the subject of the Korean Peninsula, as opposed to listen to Whoopi Goldberg talk about the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just she's mine. been there once. She's not an expert. Wait, she's been there once. <laughs> it's like well, James Bond. This leads. Vietnam, right? James talking about Vietnam. This leads. Let me let me interject real quick because your point right there leads into awesome. Jerry, who's often a guest. Mm-hmm had emailed back and said, you know, sorry she couldn't participate on this one, uh, but uh, she, she says, well, and I'm just going to read this. Well, personally, I, t- I attempt to not let a title influence me. I know deep down and truthfully titles do on some, on some level affect me. For example, I'm a divorced single parent. There's a title for you, divorced single parent. It's amazing to me that it's amazing to me how that title seems to invite comments, judgments about both me and my child. While not all opinions are unkind, nearly all are woefully uninformed. So, so, so let's talk about it's the word title versus label. That's a and, label. And, and you know, that's, uh, labels, right? that's, that's a label. label. That's and, and so the, the, the thing, so how, how much work would a person have to expect Bend to communicate and understand their communicative, operational, relational context if they couldn't assign some kind of connotative and even denotative meaning to a label. You well, see what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. That if, if, if someone says, I'm a this, that, and the other, and unless I can have that backstory that comes with it, how much more effort will be spent in communicating telling me all the backstory so I can now understand who it is I'm talking to and how it is I'm supposed to approach this individual to meet them in and their space. And even that doesn't matter because you talk about, okay, you know, titles are, are uh, in my industry, in the finance industry, you can take any one of 150 tests to get a title that goes after your name. You sure. put your letters or something like that. Sure. It's so diluted right. that none of them have true value and it really... And, and like many other industries, it's a matter of just passing a test. Sure. Does that mean you really know what you're talking about? So what, what happens is that once, once everyone has once everyone has a title, no one has a title. Right. Right. Once everyone has worth, no one has worth. And so think of it this way: that so on the one side, the label, I'm a this, that, and the other thing, and there's all that backstory that comes with mm-hmm. it, the stereotypes and all the rest of it. How much would they have to communicate to fully inform me unless I did that backstory? How much? effort do we have to make to undo the backstory, which is assumed and not necessarily accurate. And you're listening to them anyway to hear that backstory and you're building your bias in your head already. Mm -hmm. You already think this person doesn't know what he's talking about or maybe he's got something I can squeeze out of that brain. Might have something in there to share. Might. I'll be the judge of that. So give him the benefit of the doubt and let him go. But I think that there are certain people in this world, i.e. this former punter in the NFL, who (laughs) proved that he had nothing to share of any real relevance. Well, and that's... that's, Go ahead. You you go The titles I most respect are those who do a genuine service to the customer. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they do bring backstory, it should be accurate. Sure. Right? Um, And perhaps better are the ones that are simply immediately obvious that don't need any... You know, the, the two best titles I've experienced in, in my own time. Um, I, the first job I had that I really loved, which was my fifth job, and I would have, I'd still be there if uh, if the company were still there. We got bought. Um, the a guy that owned the place, mm-hmm. 
He had cards that said president. He didn't use them very much. And when he handed them out to most people, they said, buck stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Buck stop, which I thought was terse <laughs> and immediately communicative. The other one, same company. Right. We had a guy who was probably, well, at least in my opinion, he was the best database designer ever lived. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I was terrific until I ran into this guy and I wouldn't fit to dust his desk. And his, they asked him what title did he want on his card. He said, well, I need some cards that say DBA because most people expect that. You know, and there are times when I want to give that up. But the real card ought to simply say guru. Mm -hmm. And they gave him cards on company mm -hmm. card stock. I always wanted to be guru. Or something. And, and, and people would see that and you say, always wanted to be you're the man I something. need to talk to. Well, when I was growing up, actually, and this is a true story, very true story, my mother gave me the title of Crown Prince of the Universe. Nice. I'm not kidding. It fits. How'd that make you feel? Uh, well, I tell you what, up until a certain age, I, you know, when you start hearing that when you're as young as two, three years start old, you start to believe it. Which made me look at how many princesses the, we have in this world. The, the, you know, well, you know, hey, I, I was the crown prince huh. of the universe. When I got into adulthood, turns out that that title actually is—it's for a very altruistic job that pays for crap. <laughs> the crown prince of the universe does <laughs> doesn't pay well. Pay, doesn't pay well, at least not here on Earth. So, you know, I had to learn You're taxing a, your constituents. Yeah, I, had, I had to learn hard lessons in humility. And it was, um, some of them were very embarrassing, but just little things as far as that goes. And like Tom, the very first time I got a supervisory title and then a management title, I was very young. And <laughs> guess who's the boss now? You know, I flex my pecs and guess who's pump my it. guns. And uh, uh, guess who just pissed off his entire yeah, crew entire and is now no longer the supervisor? Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, you lead for crap, kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> you started out with a team of six. You got one left. Yeah. Yeah. How's you know, that working yeah. for you, leader? Yeah. <laughs> you bring up a good point, though. Going for a walk. You bring up a good point. Titles start at a very early young age. Right. I mean, and, and think about going through school. I remember in high school in my day, there were the geeks, the jocks, and the mm -hmm. burnouts. Yep. Those were the three crowds. Yep. Mm. You could mix intermingle and stuff and be known for in one or two circles, um, but you were always conscious about not being known in that one circle Which you don't want to be in. Right. Right. Um, you know, you may not want to be known as a burnout. You may not want to be known as a geek. You know, I don't think too many people worried about being known as a jock because they got more attention. But, mm -hmm. but um, you know, the, it, it's just titles start at a young age when you can't. And they can be very jock. damaging, like like Captain, <laughs> Captain of the Universe. I mean, it, you, no, 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 Crown, Crown Prince. Prince, Crown Prince. Crown I mean, Crown Prince. you know, it can be very damaging. Don't give me this as Captain you get crap. older in life. <laughs> <laughs> I demoted you. I was goddamn royalty. <laughs> but you were uncrowned royalty with absolutely no authority. But think of the damage that does when you, you, you know, you... How the universe people, is just in your head. It's exactly where it's in the universe. And nowhere else. How many, I mean, how many people call their daughters no. princess? Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, well, while they're going out and dress them up like princesses. Most. And then they grow up to be a princess. And, and it's like, oh, way, right? yeah. what did I create? Mm -hmm. And then you have all of these people who are watching... A royal wedding oh, yeah. at five in the morning. At five Saturday. in the morning Did on a Saturday. Happen? Oh yeah, yeah. That was last week. and was all last weekend Saturday. over and over, over and over again. But it's you know I was actually talking to my mom. My mom is from England. That's where she was born and, and grew up. And my mom actually did say you know 
and she's she said whether they want to admit it or not are willing to admit it or not she said speaking as a woman so many women are actually somewhere in the back of their mind have grown up as daddy's little princess mm -hmm. and they have this idea of marrying their prince charming mm -hmm. being taken away and she says no matter how unrealistic you really know your intellectual mind knows this is not reality. Right. This even at right. a tiny young age, it's still a dream. It's still a dream. Cinderella story. And then to actually see it happen, because we've seen it happen a couple of times mm -hmm. over the past few decades. Mm -hmm. But you know, to see this young young girl from America marry uh, into royalty, um, and, and my mom was because again she is she is British. She was quick to point out that well, she will actually never be a princess. She cannot be because she was not born into She's royalty. Duchess, right? She is a duchess. Right. She right. may be a duchess. She's um, not in line for anything. So no. So, but uh, but there's titles. Divorce, but there's titles. The so there's still titles. Yeah. You know, there's you can't titles. be this, but you can be this. What does that mean? You're demoted. You're yeah. not as good. She's not as good. Uh, you're not as good. We're gonna make it part of the you're family, not good but to you're gonna have to kind of hide out. See, and I heard some, one of the things that spawned this topic for me is I heard someone say, "Wow, can you believe that she's marrying a prince? Now she's actually going to be somebody." Holy cow. <laughs> what? Yeah, so and so what you're telling me is anyone who is not within the quote unquote ruling class on some level is is lesser. Is a lesser. You didn't tell me I'm not well, that's been that way for hundreds of years. <laughs> I'm but never gonna be anybody. It, it has been that way for hundreds of years. Hundreds of thousands. But how yeah. do you do you really wrap your identity into whatever title you have? When someone says, Pete, who are you? What goes into my head immediately mm -hmm. is, at the very moment, is my emotional state, how I'm, what, what my emotional state is of the moment as to my identity. And then it immediately goes to my family. Right. You know, I am, I am a husband, I am a father. Um, those are my I am's, mm -hmm. my identities. You're starting to sound have, like Popeye. You know, I, I, I am what I am. I am what I am. Yeah, I can't do Popeye. Um, That's evident. That is yeah. <laughs> we will, say, we will agree be, with you. Be, no okay, we got our attitude. Way to go, Crown Prince. There are limitations. The Crown Prince of Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> but but it rolls into nowadays, yeah, you know, people don't believe in, uh, don't listen to the titles as much anymore. They don't believe when you get older and you realize that people who hold, have hold these titles that you learn if you work in the corporate world, you learn very quickly. People hold titles doesn't mean they know Jack. I think that's a, f a function of your maturity, sir. I think that's a place that we come to understand at age 50 or something. I am a late right. bloomer. Right. Right. I'll give you that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, you, it's, it's depressing to go and find out that people that are fairly high up making some pretty serious decisions that mm -hmm. affect tens of thousands of people, if not right. more, don't have a clue what they're talking about. Would you, would you be even more discouraged that probably uh, government is wrought with them and they mm -hmm. they have the uh -huh. authority of law yep. gun and gold yeah. to, well they hold uh, the licenses to all to go ahead and you know dumb. basically do whatever it is well, we want to do to you i mean yeah. really if you want to get into that hornet's nest yeah well, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly. compelling well we're right we live in the heart of that nest don't we yeah, yeah. here yeah. in absolutely. illinois yeah. oh absolutely you know most corrupt city in the country, state in the country. most bankrupt it took a lot of state work to get in the country. Yeah. Well, they've been at it for years. It didn't yeah. happen overnight. Well, it took a lot of ignoring to let it get there, too. Was well, it ignoring I mean, or was it payoffs? 
Yeah. Well, probably no, yes. ignorance. Yeah. 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 So it's both. It's both. Yeah. yeah There's a lot of ignorance. I think it, it's it, for me, it gets to fundamentals of how do we value ourselves. Yeah. And, and the culture doesn't value who we are. It values what we can do for somebody or what our title is or things of that nature. So it's one of one of my pet peeves in life. And I try not to do it, but I still do it. Is I, I when you first meet something, what's usually the first question you ask? Them? What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Well, that happened this morning. This morning, with the, with I noticed Steve. it. Yeah, it was. What do you do? You know, I'd it's say, never. Who are you? Yourself. Tell me about Tell, yourself. Yeah, this is your Tell chance your to introduce family. yourself. Yeah. But, it's, but it's always, what do you do for a living? And then immediately, everybody's, what do you do? I don't yeah. really give a crap what you do. Yeah. Not at Friday mornings with yeah, who Pete. Are you? Uh, yeah, who are you? Well, yeah. that's but that goes into retirement too. I remember visiting my folks when they moved to Florida in retirement, and and. Uh, you know, in a community, golfing community, and everybody knows what everybody else did for a living. Right. Because they're still hanging on to that title because right. the title was a their sense identity. of accomplishment. And their identity. Their, I made it to this level in mm -hmm. the corporate world, mm -hmm. which means uh, it translates into, oh, then you must have some money because right. you, you got that title. So, right. and usually money historically came with that. It doesn't sure. do so much anymore. So, no. so what a person winds up with, and this is, um, this is the funny thing, is that when... Uh, when I worked in the corporate world, I had a title. My title was CEO, right? This whole thing, and and at some point, it became evident that that title was going to go away, and the bankruptcy occurred, and that title went away, and my identity and everything went with it. I mean, it was really it was a real train wreck. It was amazing to me at, at what level everything was wrapped up in the thing and I didn't know how much I was wrapped up in the thing until the thing went away mm -hmm. and, yep. and so what, yeah that makes sense so I then the, that. So then the thing feeling. goes away and now all of a sudden there's like this lobotomy that occurs and I've lost half of or three-quarters of everything right it's just oh my gosh um, so I made a decision I made a decision never to uh, wrap my identity around anything that can ever go away mm -hmm. erode or be taken from me. And that is, am I a husband? Yes, I am, but that could change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Am I a father? Yes, I am, but that could change. Am I a son? Yes, I am, but that will change. Yep. And my parents go, I will no longer be a son. I have decided, and I'm a pastor, but that could change. Mm -hmm. My identity is wrapped solely in that which cannot be taken away from me, and that is in our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the best, that is the best, one of the best positions for it, for faith, is that why do we want to wrap ourselves in titles of things that will go away or can be taken from us? Things that rust, erode, and are corruptible as opposed to the incorruptible, the thing that cannot be taken. They can put me in a, in a jail cell tomorrow, which if this continues is a very, very, very good possibility. Or at least a panic room. Least a, at least a panic room. And we're going to have to get much more popular. Faith takes away titles. Faith takes away titles. And I, I, think agree. That, I think that if there's anything that we banner about and talk about, and this is all interesting, whether it be titles or labels or whatever, we need to distill it down to something that's meaningful that people can take away. And Faith takes away the titles. It takes away the labels. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that, look, this is about your relationship. Makes us all equal. This is about your relationship with the one who breathed life into you, and it's got nothing to do with anyone else. All that other stuff, it comes and it goes, dudes and dudettes. It comes and it goes. It can be stripped from <laughs> you tomorrow. And, and, and the reality is, and I'll, I'll double that, uh, I'll second that, I should say, but if 
Can I get if an amen? Yeah, thank you. Amen. Amen. Because if we value amen. people in things other than that, then what does that say about us? Right. right. I mean, if I value you because of how much money you have or what your title is, man, that's, that doesn't say a whole lot about me as a person. Right. Well, and it limits what you get to enjoy from exactly. people. Right. Exactly. If you only value what they do for a living, what mm-hmm. they can give to you, mm-hmm. How much are you missing? So the, well, so the, just, but but so if you believe the title comes with money and it comes back to the money, which it always does, and, and somebody has more money than you, then they must be smarter. They must know more. And that, oh, that's, that's definitely not true. No, it's, no, it's they, not they true. don't share my I mean, no. we all no. know. <laughs> I know. I knew people well, in the trading pits that, that had the golden touch that didn't even have a high school degree, but they yeah. were making millions of dollars. Dumber in a box of rocks. But, they were good at but, but the thing, but the, the problem is though, is that how many times do we want to submit ourselves to that experience of man? I'm just not making as much money as that dude over there, and I know I'm smarter than him, or I know I'm better oh, than yeah. her, and all the rest. But Absolutely. That guy, but that individual is so much more successful than me because how do we keep store? Buy yeah. our stuff, cha-ching, 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 yeah. gross, right? The, wrong the toys and money. So why do we want to continue to submit ourselves to that arena of combat when it's like, no, it's there's always a winner, and it's rarely us. I mean, there's only one richest person in the whole world. Yep. Everybody else is Everyone else is, a, is an also-ran, yep. I hate to tell you. The view's always the same, right? Right. <laughs> the view's not always the lead the dog. <laughs> So why why? Well, that's like I'll play the PGA get, get Tour every week game. and come in second. I'm point. happy. Everybody ever knows my name. I would take that. Well, it's. I really, I really enjoy what you're saying as far as this goes. Because 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 what did the Ten Commandments tell us to do? Boil down. Love God and love people. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't well, love God and you can't love people if all you're concerned about how can what can I get out of you? Then what, what you're doing is loving money. You're not well, loving people. Being loving money, loving people. Now money, money, and we, it's not like you can get the title of God. Right. That's not never going to get that title. No yeah, people trying to, but you yeah. might be to some other people in life, but unless unless you can, unless you can somehow will life into existence yeah. and create something from that. Through your sheer force of will, all on your own, yeah, you're never going to get that title. Mm-hmm. But it, when you know, money, we got to have money. Money is it's a tool that it's, it's it. a tool it's that it yeah. that makes our society function and operate. So you need certain amounts of any kind of tool, any kind of. I mean, just it's, it's, money is like toilet paper. Yeah, you. It, it is. This should be good. Well, <laughs> I, use, I use them differently, though. I use them differently. Do I wish you I wish it have on roll, my roll. But they're hey, both made of paper. Well, we could go yeah. a lot of different ways. But money <laughs> is exactly like toilet paper. Yeah. As soon as you use it it's in gone. its form, it's gone. Right. You have to then replace it. Yeah. Right. So with toilet paper, for most of us who do not own a toilet paper factory, we go <laughs> use money to buy more toilet paper. Oh, it takes money to make money. It, yeah, it takes money right. to make money. So then you go out, you do whatever it is you do through your own skill sets, your whatever you sell, whatever you produce, the service you provide, you get more money, you get more of that tool so you can go get more of the other tools that you need to do, the stuff you want to do, need to do, have to do, mm-hmm. in order to live in the society that we have right here. Now, that doesn't make, and this drives me nuts, <laughs> because it doesn't make us who we are as people. Right. 
it, it really does not. Some people wrap their identities into money, into what they have, into the positions that they've held. And, and these are some of these can be wonderful, great achievements. If, that's the, if those are the goals that you've set yourself and you achieve those goals, mm-hmm. hooray, pat yourself on that back, and we'll all sit around and give you a huge round of applause. That's fan-freaking-tastic. Mm-hmm. But don't come to me when I say, hey, tell me about yourself. It, it just, it's so oh, disheartening right, right. for me. Well, how many people, it's so how? disheartening for me when people start telling me what they, they do. do right. What they do and where that is. And I mean, one of the things that actually drove me nuts, one of the, this will go back to material possessions, I, I really enjoyed a Jag, a Jaguar that I had. Really enjoyed that car. Um, but what it was the very first high-end because I've had Cadillacs and such before but the first high-end kind of quote-unquote luxury car ever when I used to pull into companies and clients and they saw me get out of that I almost instantly I was I was absolutely well no 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 no. credibility it was credibility yeah I was instantly on the same level or maybe even a little bit above people in Mm -hmm. the C-suite positions, mm-hmm. or I was instantly, oh, you're 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 up here you're with me. You're at least me. an equal. You're at least, I actually had one fellow come out and say, oh no no, don't park that there. Hold on just a minute. He made his vice president come out and move his BMW oh, so gosh. I could park next to his oh, Mercedes God. and get my car off. <laughs> well, the he was dressing the parking. Well, line. that's when you, know, you was the, that's when you use the cards that said but, president, right? You know, it's well, <laughs> no, I didn't actually. My card did not say I president like at that point. But I like Cadillacs too. They're super. In fact, um, our daughter's car, the one that we have for her. That she drives around is um, hey adios Ken have a wonderful weekend Ken take care Ken Ken Ken, Ken. 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 You, you forgot something you got to be able to see where you're going yeah the definition of friendship thank yeah. you yeah, absolutely <laughs> way to label me but no <laughs> cars the funny thing about cars you know and this is you know from a guy who spent 30 years around him and drove everything and I have people that you know I drive a I drive a nine year old Audi right oh what a great car you know what it's just a stinking car yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You turn the ignition on, it starts no different than a than a Ford Festiva. It's just a car. And well, it's when more expensive start, to keep up, but yeah. Yeah, but, well, it's, but it's just a car. That's yeah. all it is. It's, it's, a, it's a method to get from here to here. No matter, mm-hmm. I don't care how much you pay for it, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Marketing, branding. Four wheels exactly. and but there's no so, question you, know. you get that But at the same judgment, time, not, if I show up in a Jaguar in, either, in my so. business, people are going to look at me and say, whoa. You're charging too yeah, much. This car's charging right. a lot of but money. But it's a fine to, line, though, though, though Bill. But yeah. if you pulled up in a in a Yugo, I'd think, how good of an advisor is he right. if he can't even afford a better car? So it is a fine line. I would argue yeah. with you. If he's still got a Yugo going, he's, he's pretty <laughs> smart. <laughs> well, that's true. Bad example. But there is a fine line there because I've always, I mean, I always joke. I don't, I never trust a poor financial advisor or a skinny chef. Um, and because, but it is a fine line. Yeah. Cause if you go too far, if you pull up in the Rolls Royce, it's like, Hmm. Well, I that, do have a client that said to me one time, he goes, well, yeah. you, you must be rich. I go, why? Because cause I, I've seen the home you live in and right. the car you drive. Right. I said, I rent the my home. Ha- yeah. Rent my house. And the car's nine years old with 187,000 yeah. miles yep. on it. Okay, but that makes me rich. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I wish. So. Oh, by, by the way, we are all rich <laughs> by well, the standards of the world. But, well, you know, depending that's a on. But I, going back to Peter's point, I, I want to say that the you know there's there's that old saying about you know don't wear your arm out patting yourself on the back because yeah. that's what happens. Most people come <laughs> out there and they and they um, uh, 
you want to talk about yourself, that's all you're going to do is bang, 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 bang. You're patting yourself on the back saying, mm-hmm. I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that. And uh, I would have to say that, you know, where, where do you stop to listen to where the other person is at? When do you stop to listen? I mean, you have two ears and one mouth. Let's Most let's figure out what don't. the what the uh, what that the, is considered a talent that needs to be learned. Listening. Most people look at that, especially in the sales world. Mm-hmm. Well, That's part of every sales training. Yeah, oh, you yeah. have to learn to listen. But it's I, not I, just I, asking the right questions. It's not just trying to push your product out there. You have to sit there and engage the client mm-hmm. and let them do all the talking absolutely and then you can pick that apart if you're good and I've, and I've seen salespeople where they've where they've gone and they've made a presentation they hand something to somebody and then then they start talking you know they hand something to somebody to read I could have read that yeah. and then they and then they start talking yeah. what, what are you what it's are you doing the difference between a presentation and a plan yeah. right well, Bill I, take, I back it up one step because it isn't actually the listening skills that I think is what makes a difference. Why would I listen? Because I care. I would listen because I care. Um, if you don't care, you're not going to listen. And I think that's what really separates it. And again, it goes back to what is my mindset when I'm dealing with other people? I mean, when I've talked to salespeople, if they're struggling, you say, I bet all you're thinking about is getting that sale, right? Getting that sale, getting that sale. What is the next thing I'm going to say? What's the next point when I get That's why you're not getting the sale, because you're concerned about the sale. You, you as as the customer, can sense that. I can oh, tell absolutely. if you care about what I need or if you're just trying to get a sale. Right. I don't want to buy from somebody who's selling me something. Absolutely. I want to buy someone who's a, actually doing, offering me something because they believe in it. Right. They believe it will actually help me. And, you know, it's crazy to sound. And will tell me if it's not for them. So so what so it sounds like is that you're actually you're looking to buy from someone with whom you have some sense of relationship. Absolutely. It's well, a, like knowing trust is the yeah, old like adage. Trust but, in the right. working but, world, you yeah. know, you, you have a good point. Uh, uh, Caring, yeah, that makes all the difference in the world. And to it me. makes you weird today. Uh, you know, it's it's not <laughs> easy to find. Yeah, you, that's what I mean. You look weird if you care. You look weird if you're humble. Well, that's because you got a lot of pseudo caring going on well, right now on the other side. Well, of well, yeah. well, that's true too. Well, yeah. A lot of people well, care yeah. for only their yeah. own pocketbook instead know, of somebody I, else's. Yep. Well, well, and, and that, let's show them we care because that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, I know they the care. Situation. I just know who they care about. Well, and, and that's my <laughs> point. Like, when, I say, when I'm talking about I know pseudo, pseudo, pseudo care, yeah. I care yeah. as long as it's pushing When you know agenda. the person you're talking to isn't listening and you can tell, and, and that, that's when you know it, they don't care and you're not a priority. Right. Oh, absolutely. You are way down the totem pole. Uh, wrap it up and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I... I had a heartbreaking moment at a networking event last night. A young gal trying to do an organizing business, and you can tell she's struggling. She has no money. She feels terrible. Her dad's paying all of her bills, and uh, just my heart went out to her. And I, I may do what I can to help her, and knowing that there's no money in it, yeah. um, because it's like, wow, she's just—you could just see the pain in her for trying to figure out how to start this little business, um, where she just goes into homes and helps you organize. That's what she sells. Um, but uh, and I guarantee you, if she went into someone's house, she would care about how well she did her job taking care of that client. Um, but uh, some people just need some help. Well, that's why you say eighty percent of people in sales can't sell, right? Because they don't care. They're just after the almighty dollar, chasing it, just pumping out. And the companies are the ones who are as guilty on that. It's, oh, sure. You have your quota. You hit your quota, or you're out of here. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I know. I know. Over my career, if I, I could have made more money, if I would have been dishonest and oh, sure, we absolutely. talked about that before. Yeah, lied, I mean, cheating, and stealing. Yeah. And twenty years in the trading pits, well, and I saw people who lied, cheated, and stole and made millions, and mm-hmm. and I refused to do it. He said, "How much did that cost me?" I have no idea. Yeah. Well, and I could. I didn't we've all been in that situation. I, I could have had. There are. I could have had literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in my pocket if I chose to do business the way certain clients once upon a time wanted to do business in in what I was in. And I just, you know, going to jail just isn't worth it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... losing sleep isn't worth it. No, losing sleep isn't worth it. Going to jail isn't worth it. It's just, where do you draw, where do you decide to draw that line? And... Sometimes that means, you know what, yeah, there's not going to be a boat in the driveway. Yeah. Um, there's not going to be... Uh, the big house, the yeah. big car, the Jaguar. You may not have a Jaguar. You know, and, well, I mean, I don't... In fact, that Jaguar... Talk about, again, stupid things. The, the rear, it was an all-wheel drive, and the rear drivetrain went out. $11,000 to fix because it was not in warranty. Yeah. So it, it, was, it was a piece of crap car. Right. And, you know, getting anything repaired on it was a freaking arm and a leg. Yeah. Try evidently, a Range Rover around. You'll yeah. real quick how that falls apart. You know, yeah. so you now. You don't drive those for long. You no. know, we stick with Dodges and Chryslers yeah. because there's parts aplenty yeah. and the warranties are just as good. And, and they're fast if you get the right one. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you, I do miss the Chargers. I kind of wish I had kept our Chargers at this point. I what really is, do miss those. What does your Chrysler have under the hood? Does it have it's the six? Just or the or six. Just the six. They don't make the three hundred with an eight anymore. Yeah, you can. Well, you can. Well, yeah, it's a special SRT. order. No, no, you don't. I don't think now they do it's a special SRT order. Anymore. Now do it's they a special. Because for a few years they didn't do it. Yeah, if, if you special order, you can. I believe. Because the last time I you looked at that, you get the souped-up engines in um, it. Yeah, Remember you said you were order. bored with the sales management discussion? <laughs> the, the muscle car. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, this is technically our 10-minute warning. Yeah. So if you want to wind down into into cars, in fact, I had a bizarre dream <laughs> the other awesome. night. I'm not sure what we've even talked about today. We've been all over the place, which is usual. I had a bizarre dream the other night that... Uh, um, I was, I was working at a company where everybody drove muscle cars, mm-hmm. but they were really cool, souped up, old time muscle cars and <laughs> converted things. And, and, uh, it's the seventies, you know, right. I, I, I remember in my dream, I looked out the parking lot to see what I drove. Cause in my dream, I didn't know what I drove. How did I end up with the freaking pistol? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was actually, cause I do no, love what was them. The bubble car? It, it was, it was a, Pacer. It was a Pacer. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a challenger. I really do like the Dodge Challengers. I just like yep. the way they look. That was the one in your dream. Yeah, and button. I looked out the window and oh, okay, well, cool. I got, yeah, I got a Challenger. All right, I'm good with that. Yeah. And, you know, big black Challenger and had a little hood scoop on it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're okay I'll, I'll take that. that. And I, I wasn't like... Your ego was taken yeah, care my, of. Yeah, my ego was taken care of by, oh, what do I have? Yeah. And so in my dream, I was like, oh, I wonder what I got. Because everybody four, else four, has two. all these. But, uh, <laughs> what I take away from today's conversation is a question. What do we value in other people? That's really what, what this boiled down to me. What do we value in other people? And unfortunately, in many cases, it's stuff that's not the right and things how to value. value right. How does that value become instilled in us? Yeah, yeah. 
what I value. And I know, I know John has answers to these yes, questions. Yes, he, he, he does. He certainly does. But before John he gets going, before John gets going, because I, I know he has not. some answers, what I value in other people, directly to your point, is, is this, the willingness to engage. Even if we're talking about goofy, goofy crap, right. the willingness to engage, the willingness to talk, the willingness to share, and, and I really, really love that. I really do. It's you know, Friday mornings are my favorite mornings of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially in going into a long weekend. Yeah, it's a willing, willingness to be vulnerable. Because that's what you're doing. You're, you're sharing and you're being vulnerable to other people, uh, what they think. You know, I personally, I don't care what they think anymore uh, as far as... Anymore. What, I don't care anymore more of, 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 of what I am. This is who I am. I don't, yeah. This is who I am. I mean, it's. Uh, I do care about them. I do care about other people in terms of what they do and what they say. But I don't really care about what they think of me personally because it's not going to harm me one way or the other. Uh, it's it, What does harm me is when they think of me as someone who is judgmental and I'm trying not to be. We're all judgmental. But we are all sure we judgmental are. to some sure degree. Our inner voice is always judging. But, I, but, I, but I, I, I agree with Peter. This is, this is uh, uh, when we share things like this and we're being vulnerable to that, to that judgment, even of to the people who are listening on the outside, and we are being vulnerable to those people, well, they're going to say, hey, that guy, he's just, he's nuts. He's off his rocker or whatever, you know. So what? Hello, dumbass. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. you know? Thank you very much. <laughs> right? Well, ultimately, it should be about how we value ourselves and where do we get that value. Yeah. And because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, most people spend their whole life chasing something that they're never going to catch. How many people go them. through life thinking they're not good enough? Most, oh. you know, almost everybody. A bit of burden and, I've carried and, with me. You know, yep. and there's ways to get that off your back. Mm-hmm. You and, and that's a journey I think everybody should take. Yep. Um, because it's it's very rewarding and releasing. Uh, and then I think once you can be yourself, instead of trying to be someone else freedom, for some somebody else, mm-hmm. um, that is truly freedom. Yeah, the best way I had to describe for me is by when that challenge of putting your past in your past. It's very cliche, but the, the way that I can visualize it, that it works for me, because I've always struggled with that too, is, is if you truly put everything in the past, what is in front of you? Nothing. You need Which to knock down. you get to fill it with whatever you want to fill it with. You have to knock down freedom in that. the yeah. beliefs that you have because they were developed at a very young age yep. and, and it strengthened as you grew up until you realize that those beliefs were false. Yep. And once you find that out, that's freedom. Yeah, they say bad things happen to us uh, and that's not what affects us when we're older. Yeah. That's just something that happened, but we tell ourselves a story for 30 years about that thing. Absolutely. That's what destroys I'll never, us. I'll never Absolutely. forget my sisters yeah. going back to my parents and saying, We blame you for everything wrong yeah. in our lives and everything. Yeah. You know, and then my father came to me and said, Well, what do you think? Yeah. I said, I, I, I think you did the best you could with the knowledge you yeah, had, exactly. experience you had at the time. I, yeah. You know, do I think looking back, was it right or wrong? Uh, yeah, I've got opinions about that. Yeah. Am I going to change the way I'm going to be a father going forward because of that? Yes. No. Yeah, you learn. You, you know, learn. yeah, I went to good attributes that I thought were good attributes and get rid of the bad mm-hmm. ones that I thought were bad. 
you can go back and you can look and you you, you know you realize you you <laughs> we were so wrong so many times in life oh, part of the human condition is overcoming how your parents screw you up yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, I really believe that part of the human condition is overcoming, and my kids' challenge will be overcoming how we screwed them. Sure, yeah, and we could go down a really yeah, John's deep rabbit nails. hole on yeah, this whole like, subject. <laughs> I mean, very quickly. Yeah, that's an elephant too. wonderland. Yep. No, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and my friends. All right, John. My, yeah, uh, you're not going to let me live that one down. All right. <laughs> yeah, you got right. to no. finish this up. No. And, and when you, I mean, when you examine the statement of you know, feeling like not good enough. Well, what is that based on? Compared to what? Fitting in? Right? I'm not good enough because, well, everybody else is doing this or... I'm not making as much money. That, I don't have I'm that, not doing that this. I'm not doing that. I don't everybody have that title. Yeah. Cool Excuse kids. me. I don't yeah. have the, the, uh, we're, not, we're not good enough in this day and age in part because we know the backstory to our social media lies yeah. and we don't know the lies of everyone else's <laughs> exactly. and theirs is right. all true. And it looks pretty. Ours, wow, they've got the it all and pulled together. And unless I win everything yeah. I get into, I'm not good enough. Right. Because yeah. that's we, so what we they start off you. with kids at very young <coughs> ages say no longer are we going to keep score. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. people tell you their story. That's all it is. Is it's a story. Right. And my mom was actually telling me about you know my brother is having some floors redone. Stuff has been sitting. What's your brother's it. title? Uh, he's a general surgeon. No, but you were or like you were the crown prince of crown the universe. Prince of his. universe. Um, uh, your subject? I mean, was he? I don't know uh, if he got a title. Is he second young or old? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he got a title or not. Is he second in line or something? Or maybe? I don't. You'll have to ask my mom. I have no idea. You don't maybe, know. There's I don't captain. know. He he may have been told the same thing. He, he, he may be. Now do not trust this man's child. That's a whole other. Younger, he's a dupe. He's going to need some therapy after oh, this. Oh, boy, is he going to help. Yeah. crush this man's childhood with that kind of banter. Yeah. yeah. She was telling them both. Yeah. We're going to have him breaking down and crying. I can't remember the last time I actually broke down. And, let me think about that. Yeah, that's well, there's a safe another, another, somewhere, right? That's another issue. Well, I mean, man, talk about taking me on the squirrel chase with that. <laughs> <laughs> All I was going to say was... To John's point on social media mm -hmm. and your point on people telling stories, you only know what they tell you. Right. Some guy showed up to do the tile in the bathroom floor, looked at it for a few minutes, then walked out, and then I guess came back with his son, looked at it for a few more minutes, said, oh, yep, it's, we tile. Gotta, we, yeah, it's tile, well, we got to go to Home <laughs> Depot, never came back, and uh, wouldn't return my brother's calls, so and it wasn't Home Depot, it was Lowe's or something, yeah, I don't know where he got it from, um, but, uh, you know, meanwhile, this guy had told my mom this whole story about his life, and she thought, wow, what a nice person, I'm like, because she was surprised that this nice person just completely did nothing and then disappeared and never returned to do the job. I'm like, but you don't, what he told you is just a story. Mm -hmm. You don't know if it was the truth. Now you know what you it, don't the truth know. is. Yeah, the truth is, is he's the dude who didn't want to do that job. So he didn't he, have the guts to say, I'm sorry, yeah, I can't do it. Sorry, I can't do it. But uh, How much did he embellish? And that leads into a whole other topic, which could be on integrity. I still want to get into that one that you you talked about. Character. Uh, confidence without yeah, character. Confidence without character. 
I still want to get into that one. But you know what? I'm going to call it. We're going to call this one right here. Thank you guys very may much. I, may I say on one, episode 20. One, uh, may, I say, may I say one thing before we uh, close this session? Yeah. Uh, this is Memorial Day weekend, and yeah. I'd like to thank all of those out there who are listening and all those here at the table who have served. Um, and we have to remember, uh, I would think we have to remember the people who gave us the freedom to sit here and talk at this table. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're here. Huge, thank you very much, Huge Dan. thank you goes out. And thank you for the service. Yeah, absolutely. All right. A round of applause for them. And there we go. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Have a weekend. great weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I met a vet last night, and uh, I, I said, you know, because I think a lot of times people don't understand the difference between, like, Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Memorial Day is truly about those who yeah. gave their life. And I said, so I joked with him, so you're happy that you're not being celebrated right. this weekend, right? Yeah. It's like, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah.